Hello and welcome to the History is a Mystery podcast, where we talk all things historical, but mostly mystical. We're continuing our 12-part series on UFOs, and our story takes us today back to Area 51. April Fools! It's the CG Business Advisor Podcast. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Welcome, one and all, to our April Fools' Day episode, the CG Business Advisor Podcast, brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. I am your host, Scott Seidenberg, and on this episode, we're going to take a break from the topics that we've been discussing, which I hope you've been enjoying, and please subscribe and, and rate and review, follow the podcast wherever you get it, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed all of our episodes, but we wanted to take a break and show that we have a little personality here on the podcast. Uh, we're not just all business and all numbers, so we wanted to show a little bit of our personality by talking a little bit about April Fools. And Stephen Reed is going to join me here on this episode. Stephen Reed is a shareholder in CG Tax Audit and Advisory's Core Services Group. Stephen provides an array of comprehensive services to a broad base of clientele that include all facets of accounting, tax, audit, and management consulting. Stephen, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, lighthearted episode of the CG Business Advisor. What was it, Scott? You said your name was? Uh, I'm a little confused because uh, I thought I was here today to talk about uh, my nuclear fission project using my new abstract uranium formula that I developed. Isn't that what we're talking about today? Hey, April Fool's got you, Scott. Uh, <laughs> well, I should have been ready for that one. Uh, well, we are talking about April Fool's, and we are going to have a little fun here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the origin of April Fool's Day, Stephen? Absolutely. Well, April Fool's Day has, has been around for a long time. I didn't really realize it's been around for centuries. And it's not just uh, celebrated here in the United States, but actually uh, all the countries around the world enjoy a good prank now and then. Uh, but my research showed that the exact origin of April Fool's Day is really unknown. Uh, however, most historians date it back to the late 1500s, where a tradition began by playing hoaxes or what we would call pranks or a practical joke on other people, culminating with the perpetrator shouting out, April Fool's. Hmm. <laughs> so what about the evolution of April Fool's Day? How has it now progressed into this yearly tradition of every April 1st, making it a day of pranks and hijinks? Yeah, well, in the beginning, uh, most April Fool's pranks seem to be pretty basic and simple. And uh, typically take an example where you put a sign on the outside of a door of a building that says, these doors are broken, please use other door. And you put an arrow pointing to where the other door is. And actually, when the person walks around to that other door, there's another sign. You know, these doors are broken, please use the other door. And there's an arrow. And it's kind of funny watching a person roaming around around the building trying to figure out how to get in the building. So an April Fool's prank could be something as simple as that. But over the years, it kind of got evolved with technology as well. Uh, so what happens with technology, imagine you're at home or you're at, at work and your coworker steps away from their computer. And so you kind of sneak on their computer, you get access to their control panel screen, and you just change the time on their computer. And while you're in there, you kind of change the language from English to some other foreign language. And then you sit back and then uh, laugh out loud as uh, you find them struggling with what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think social media, too, has added a new layer to April Fool's Day because you, you go on Twitter and there might be some breaking news that you think is real, but it's not because it's April Fool's Day. And this is actually, you know, probably 
the scariest time for April Fool's jokes because there are so many things that happen now in our everyday lives that we see that we might not believe, but they are true. And now on April 1st, we're not going to believe anything that we read. My favorite April Fool's joke or prank or whatnot, and and I want to see if you have some as well, but I remember, I was too young to remember, but I grew up learning about it, was the curious case of Sid Finch. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, Stephen, but it was a Sports Illustrated article written in, I guess, 1985 about this baseball prospect who studied some form of yoga in Tibet and was able to throw a fastball 160-something miles per hour, and the Mets were getting this guy. Sid Finch was the Mets prospect that was going to throw 160 miles per hour and be the next best thing in baseball since Babe Ruth. Uh, It took the... I guess, sports media world and whatnot um, by storm. And Mets fans and everybody in baseball, the whole baseball world was excited. And it was all an April Fool's joke. Uh, to me, that is the best one that, uh, that, I, that I can recall. And obviously, I was, I was too young to know it in real time. But growing up and loving sports and April Fool's, that's one of the things that everybody talks about when it comes around to April Fool's time. Yeah, that's, that's great, especially when you can fool the masses at one time. <laughs> yes, exactly, which is what I think could happen with social media now. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, let me share some of my favorite personal uh, April Fool's pranks that I've pulled. I mean, everybody loves those nice, thickly coated caramel apples on a stick, right? I mean, everybody loves that. Well, I've got my own little April Fool's version of that. Well, think about substituting that nice big apple instead with a nice peeled onion. And you take that peeled onion, you stick it on the stick, you dip it into that nice thick caramel and you pull it, put it out on the plate and wait for somebody to come along and take a nice big bite and then take a look at their face when they realize it just bit into an onion. (laughs) That that gets a lot of laughs, except for the person who bit into the onion, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you could do do that one at home or at work, but a good one for home um, is take a bottle of clear nail polish and carefully coat an entire bar of soap you know, to make the bar of soap waterproof. So no matter how much that person tries to scrub and get lather out of that bar of soap, it's not going to work. So you make sure you put that in the shower. So when the person's all soaking wet and they get the soap and they realize it doesn't work, uh, then they're trying to get out of the shower and figure out what to do. So so that, that's one of my favorites that I, that I pulled. And since everybody likes to eat and we all love Oreo cookies, uh, try taking a nice pack of Oreo cookies, carefully twist off the top, and scrape out that nice white cream that we all like. <laughs> no. And then you take out that cream and you replace it with white toothpaste. Ugh. And then carefully put that top of the cookie back on and carefully arrange them in a nice platter and just put them out waiting for the victims to come and take a bite out of that Oreo cookie filled with toothpaste. You're evil. You're evil, Stephen. This is that, 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 that is just sick. Uh, but we know that April Fool's jokes are not limited to individuals. And there's been times when major news outlets have joined the fun, like I mentioned, with Sports Illustrated getting into the mix with the whole Sid Finch thing. But do you have any other examples of when major outlets have done April Fool's jokes? Yeah, there's a couple. And I'd like to share a couple with you right now. But uh, back in April 1st of 1957, the British Broadcasting Company broadcast what they billed was an agricultural story about a farm in Switzerland that found a way to eliminate the pesky spaghetti weevil bug. And as a result, they showed footage of Swiss farmers pulling strands of spaghetti off of trees. 
uh, the TV station was inundated with phone calls wanting to know where people could buy these spaghetti trees. <laughs> I would love a spaghetti tree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other that comes to mind? Yeah, actually, the well-known company Burger King, which we all know and recognize, they got into the April Fool's joke a little bit. Uh, actually, this is a recent one. Back in March of 2018, Burger King announced that they were featuring a chocolate Whopper sandwich, which featured a flame grilled chocolate patty with chocolate syrup instead of ketchup and white chocolate rings to replace the onion rings. Uh, so that kind of got interesting people going and trying to order their... Uh, their chocolate Whopper. Uh, but then that's not actually the first time because back in the late 1990s, Burger King introduced what they call their left-handed Whopper sandwich. And this <laughs> to eat it with your left hand? <laughs> left-handed Whopper. was designed specifically for their left-handed customers. Uh, so you can imagine if that were to happen today, the right-handed customers would be suing Burger King so they don't have a right-handed Whopper to choose from. <laughs> that's... That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I think I remember that chocolate, that the chocolate one. I think I remember that dessert thing and thinking that it was legit and sounded awesome. Uh, I'm a chocoholic, so I wish they really did have one. I would have bought it. <laughs> uh, wasn't there one in like? Didn't didn't New York announce that there was going to be like a parade or something, and it was it was fake? I, I'm trying. I don't remember, but I, you know, I think there was something where there was supposed to be like an event or whatever that that was not real that people got excited about for some reason. Yeah, I kind of I don't remember the details, but I do remember a lot of people kind of showed up for a for a non-event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we're gonna get something, you know, something like like that this year, just because of everything that kind of last year was kind of uh, a weird year and not so much to joke about. But maybe this year there'll be some people having fun and some media outlets having fun is kind of a way to kind of bring things back to a sense of of normalcy. But we have to remember. That while it's all fun and games, it is just that fun and games, right, Stephen? Yeah, unfortunately, we're living in a very litigious society. So what we might have thought were pranks and jokes when we were back in college and doing the dormitory jokes and practical jokes, uh, unfortunately, some things can get carried away too far, uh, and so you don't want to do that. It is a fun day. You want to keep it light. You want to keep it fun. You don't really want to hurt anybody or offend anybody too seriously. Uh, but it is a fun day and hope everybody does enjoy it and take advantage of it and uh, has a great April Fool's. Between you and me, is there anything that you're planning around the office? I can't say because uh, <laughs> I don't have coworkers listening in and I don't want to <laughs> tip my hand. <laughs> well, Stephen, enjoy the day. Thank you for uh, for popping on this episode. We wanted to keep it fun and lighthearted and uh, I hope everybody has a safe April Fool's Day, a fun April Fool's Day and uh, don't take life too seriously. Thank you. Now, let me get back to my nuclear fission project uh, using my abstract uranium formula. Yeah, tell me more about that. Click. <laughs> I wish I knew more about it, but I don't. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. So there it was. Not so much a serious episode of the CG Business Advisor. We just wanted to take a break out there and and show you how you could have some fun on April Fool's Day and talk a little about the origin of it and really... Look, it's a fun time. Let's not take life too seriously. It's been a crazy year, and last year we might not have been in the mood to kind of have some fun at our friends' or coworkers' expenses, but this year is the year to get back to normalcy, and so why not have some fun with an April Fool's Day joke today? Uh, but again, let's remember that it's all fun games. We don't want anybody getting hurt or have any serious ramifications coming from their April Fool's Day prank. It is 
just supposed to be fun. We are going to be back on the 15th with a new episode of the CG Business Advisor where we will get back to our regularly scheduled programming and giving you the information and insight you need to help your business run smoothly, effectively, and grow efficiently. As always, follow along on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. And for more information about CG Tax Audit and Advisory, you can always head to cgteam.com. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll talk to you next time right here on the CG Business Advisor.